your girl sylvia she her and hers what up it's tori she her and hers and welcome back for another helping of heaping delicious content <laughs> thought-provoking yep. articles um that are unbelievable oozing and dripping in deliciousness <laughs> yeah <laughs> that you're talking with your mouth full because you're so you just- you got to talk about it. You're just eating. You're just oh. eating as fast as you can. Yeah. Fast as you can. <laughs> and you just can't get enough of it. Like you're reaching. Oh, yeah. Like you're oh, at yeah. a buffet and you're oh, like, oh, yeah. I got to give me one of them. I got me. Oh, buffets. Yeah. I miss I mean, buffets. and that's a, that's a, that's a deal. It's like, there's so many stories that we have to pick. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Throughout the week. It's like a buffet that I'm just trying to yeah. keep it down to one plate and it's, it, it doesn't it's ever seem to happen. So yeah. it's very difficult. I miss buffets. <sighs> yeah. Oh, the sat. What was that? Um, the salad one. What was that place called? They've closed for good. Uh, sweet tomatoes. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. That was one of the first fucking, uh, places to go downhill. Yeah. Huh? That was the what, first, first casualty of the pandemic. I mean, when uh, your whole fucking business model is on people eating communally like that, like, wow. yeah. There ain't yeah. no way to do uh, a patio. No, patio no, service. Yeah. Nobody's walking behind someone else. I don't care what kind of spit guard you put up. Nobody's, oh my nobody's going after. I'm wondering if they'll do something new, like pop up with a different, because I really liked it. I like sweet tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking too, I like the, um, the, uh, the salad bar at East Seasons. And I was over. Are they expensive though? Oh, it's fucking hell of expensive. I mean, I'm yes. like, if I were to get oh, sal- like the salad pilings that I would do at. Oh, it's a twenty dollar salad. It's oh, a twenty dollar yeah. salad. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm it's, like. It's good. Yeah. Well, they got all it's the good, good fixings in there. It, well, and it's you know it's all the good vegetables, and they're yeah. they make their ranch dressing there, and it's just. But I can't be paying no twenty dollars for a salad. No, well, it's a treat that you you know I would I would do I mean, it every once in a while. I mean, I see people with three lettuce leaves on there, no. three garbanzo beans. No. I'm like, no. I pile that box full. Yeah. 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 I'm like, yeah. yeah. I can't. And then I get sticker shock. Yeah. Because I'm like, what? It's no less than twelve dollars for me for a salad when see? I get it. Yeah. But it's delicious. So every once in a while, but I don't think that I, because I was over uh, today to get my haircut and there was a new seasons by where I get my hair to cut. And I almost like swung in there, but I'm like, oh, they probably, it's probably not, they probably don't have it. They probably have pre-made salad. Oh yeah. But I don't know. There's some kind of pre-made salad that. It's not right. Something like how it, maybe it has, it sits together or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. The, the, it feels like a, a texture and a flavor. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, there's like an aftertaste to the lettuce. Yeah. 
It's like the, the vegetables are mingling too much together for too long. Yeah. It creates this weird potpourri yeah. of scent and Where smell. Where the other one's, the other taste. one is, seems fresh. Like they yeah, because it's like you and, up. and yeah. you can see like what you're getting, you know, like yeah. I don't know. And it could be in our head. <sighs> rest in peace, know. buffets. Rest in peace. <laughs> there you go. You know, today is it today? Yeah, today marks a year that we have been living in a pandemic. Has it been a year? Happy pandemic anniversary. Wow. That's bananas. It's a been year. a year. And you know what? And I remember mm-hmm. we were like, it was hard, stressful. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, you know, uh, I, I, I kind of like it. You know, I what, what are like some it. of the, what are some of the things from the pandemic that you hope still exists after the pandemic? Um, what I hope that exists is, um, lots more family meals, you okay. know, a lot more cooking. Cause I'm from working from home. It's a lot easier to start mm-hmm. dinner sure. to get everything going rather than I'm rushing from work to go get my son from school, rushing mm-hmm. all the way back here, rushing to get dinner going. So it's a, a lot of rushing. Yeah. And this is just a lot more calmer. You close up mm-hmm. the laptop, and I'm already home. Mm-hmm. It's very leisurely. So that part was a blessing. It just seemed like things were slowed down a lot yeah. more. Yeah. Since the pandemic. Yeah. I agree. So um, the other thing that I would like to see continue, which I will continue as long as they offer, is my food delivery and my mm-hmm. food pickup or my essential pickups like at mm-hmm. Target. I want yeah. to continue to do it yes. online. Yes. Let me pick it up and you drop it in my vehicle. Like, yes. you know, I, I yeah. still like that. Um, same thing with takeouts. I'd like to call it in and let me pick up my order mm-hmm. and let me get out of there. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, I, I, every once in a while, I'm like, I think the restaurant deal was pretty good, but I actually like being at home eating my food. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that. Because usually when I think of going out, it's always, oh, we're going to go to a restaurant. So you got to get right. ready. You know, you got to, you know, look presentable. You know, <laughs> takeout was hardly ever there, right? It's like, uh, who thinks of takeout? It's like, ah, eh, let's just yeah. go there. It's, you know. I, I think I think we did a lot more takeout than probably the average folks because um, with hand, Andy's hearing impairment, yeah. restaurants are hard for us to engage in conversation. Yeah. So we would often opt to, like, let's just take it and take it home. Yeah. Or like we would go to the beach and we would get it and then we would just go eat on the beach or whatever like that. Yeah. So I, that was something that was in our playbook before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and it does, I mean, yeah, it, it just makes it, I don't know, it's nicer. You don't have to I, I deal with, so. you don't you have don't to wear have pants. To no, no. <laughs> You can wear your slippers, you know, even picking stuff up, you can wear your slippers. Yeah. You know, I, I have to... uh, I'm like Panera, <laughs> let me get through, let me call it in. Actually, the app, and they make it so Oh good. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Order it yeah. within five minutes, that baby's ready for you. Go, yeah. Go through the delivery, you know, through the drive-thru. Hey, I'm picking up. Done. Oh, they have a drive-thru at your Panera? Oh yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so because the can, one at Jansen Beach doesn't have a drive-through. Oh, so then. But you, you can DoorDash it. So I, we, we, we don't hardly pick up anything. We just DoorDash yeah. everything. Which I want the contactless 
DoorDash service to continue. I don't want to make small talk with my delivery oh, yeah. person. I want you to drop it at my door. You send me the picture. I know it's there. We don't have to have stupid conversation. Yeah. I'm good. Like, and also like why they weren't doing this before, but um, you know how they put like the tamper tape, tamper, tamper glass tape. So, you know, once it's sealed at the restaurant, it's like closed. So, you know, that, Oh, Nobody's they're not taking their, their balls in the balls salsa. in their salsa. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So um, I hope they keep that. I hope they yeah. keep that. I'm with you. I hope they keep the order online and pick it up at the store. So yeah. whether it's Target or Fred Meyer or whatever, you know, I love that how you can just pull into the parking place. Yeah. Text them. Hey, boom, the other thing, bring it out. Yeah. The other thing I like is that I think we should continue is during flu season. We all have to wear masks. Yeah. Because I'm like, have you heard anybody that had a flu? And I'm always hearing about people. Oh, they got sick. They got sick bad. Yeah. They got yeah. the flu. We went through the flu season. Right. And by. Yeah. And, and I mean, I really, it's, I don't know if I should say it out loud, but knock on wood, I haven't even been sick. Yeah. Like yeah. not even a cold. Yeah. Not even a scratchy throat. Yeah. You know, itchy ear. Yeah. Now I've been getting weird allergies, which is yeah. a whole new yeah, deal for me. And, yeah. But um, to not even have a cold in over a year, yeah, that's a pretty big deal. That's yeah. Now, granted, I've been pretty much staying home and always masking when I leave. But but that um, tells you. But that you tells know? you, yeah, that even yeah. when I'm leaving, I'm not picking up other particles because people right. are staying masked up and staying social distance. And I'm saying, can we keep the distance too? I don't need you to be up on my tip. When I'm standing in line at the Starbucks, right, right. you can stand six you feet away six from me. Feet away. Yeah. You, can, you don't need to be up in my grill while we're standing in line. Yeah, yeah leave like, circle stickers on. Can we just keep that? Because I don't yeah. need you in my personal space well, at the checkout line. Thing. We have to be careful because there's going to be a much more severe pandemic that's going to come just through. Gonna, that, yeah, yeah. Mutant, mutating and, and right. Yeah, and we we need to continue to remain vigilant and safe. Exactly. You know, because gone are those days that we just all up in people's grill, drinking mm-hmm. from each other's cups, and right. you know all that BFF selfies, and you know out, out there raw dog in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now is time for us to be for real. You know, yeah, just be, you know, wash your hands, there. like keep washing your hands. Yeah. You know, I mean, I will say, like, I noticed. Like, I definitely washed my hands way more than I did prior yeah. to the pandemic. You know, I was just out there willy-nilly. But now yeah. it's like, come home, boom, 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 yeah. wash. Get to the you store. You know, go go, go to a place to eat, boom, 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 yeah. wash my hands before I sit down and eat. Like, yeah. yeah. So I think those are some. I also think, I hope that companies and businesses and agencies still offer remote working, right? There's yeah. no need that people need to sit in an office all fucking day long when yep. they can clearly do the work from home or some other location like mobile, like you could be out seeing clients, you know, and yep. just be mobile in your car and just, yep. you don't need to be in a fucking desk to do right. it. You know, I, I, you if know, people want to want to have those, carpet. those dates, those days, you know, like if they want to do rotation, like cause some people like you had said, you know, you kind of need that office to get you, yeah. get yeah. you on task. Yeah. Um, but there's no need for it, right? So right. like if like if you have a situation where like it'll be work easier to be at home for that day than go in. Like I just right. I think that we've shown that all of these services that we provide, human services and otherwise, 
can actually be, be done, done without people way. sitting in an office. Yeah. And yeah. telehealth. I hope they keep telehealth open. Yeah. Like yeah. I hope insurance companies continue to cover it because I love that all I have to do is click get on. off my work computer, get on, log on to my therapist, have my therapy session, cry for an hour. And then I'll have to drive home after crying for an hour. So there you go. It's safer for the road. <laughs> it is. It's safer. You know? It's you know? safer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good things that came out of it. Yeah. You know, so a lot of good things. Uh, some hopefully. of the things that I'm, you know, ready to get rid of, like ready to be like fudge, is being able to hang out with friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. To go out. And, you know, have the atmosphere of, mm -hmm. you know, a restaurant laughing, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, ooh, and I don't, I, you know, I don't know, because I've been living with this, and everybody has been living with the fear of COVID for mm -hmm. a whole year. Mm -hmm. So unlearning that now. Um, yeah, I had an interesting, uh, like, activation, I, I think it was today, and I realized like, oh, this is activation of the trauma of all of this, because this time last year, we were just told about it. And then shit got worse and got very scary. And so like, I had this moment in my body where I kind of had this like dread of like, and I was like, oh, shit, because yeah. it's been a year this time last year, we were just going into it. It yeah. was so it was scary. It was unknown. We weren't used to it. We were confused. Like, what is my day right. look like? What well, am we I gonna doing? Are we going to be here next year? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like when is this going to end? Is and it going to be that orange buffoon in the office? Uh, there? Top of it. Yeah. So I would yeah. say to anybody out there that might find themselves having some interesting thoughts and sensations right about yeah. now, it is because we just entered this a year ago and shit was confusing and scary. And, and you're probably going to have some yeah. activation of that trauma. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, have you gotten the vaccine? No, okay. I got the email that said that probably, well, uh, they have deemed or the Brown has said like, uh, what is it? University folks, yeah, now are gonna, they're gonna at Give some point. Um, but because of what I do within the university system, I don't know if that includes us because technically what we can do can be still be online. Yeah. I don't know if we're lumped in with the whole, you know, university structure, I don't know. Um, and so then if not, I will qualify for the, 1B category in July because it's anyone 45 years or older. Oh, so. okay. So now you're in an age group. <laughs> now I'm apparently in a semi-high risk category. Oh. <laughs> that was kind of actually like a, oh, oh God, I'm in that yeah. group? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh shit, I am that old. I, I'm no longer in that 20 to 25 or 20 <laughs> yeah, to 30. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so I, I imagine I probably won't be able to uh, get it until July. Oh, well, I mean, but, you know, it's good. Maybe, time, maybe May. May. May is the soonest, July for sure. Right. By that yeah. time, you'll know for sure whether you should or not get it. Right. <laughs> you'll, you'll all know. these other, all these everybody other people else. are like yeah. myself, you know. You had yours, though, right? Did you do both shots? I got both shots. And um, after your second, did you get any, did you get sick? Did I, you get I, any? Did, I didn't get severely sick. So okay. what ended up happening on my second 
So the first one, my arm was sore for. Eh, yeah, everybody talks about how yeah. their arms were sore, definitely. Yeah. And it, yeah. it was sore. Like it was like one of those, uh, like a bruise that was recovering. Is it like tetanus shot sore? You know how you get a tetanus shot? Like it's, have you ever had a tetanus shot? Uh-uh. Uh, a tetanus no. shot will keep your arm sore for a day or two. Yeah. Okay. So this was just like a day. And it was yeah. only if I moved it, then I'd be like, oh, wow. Okay. Right. The second shot, it was sore for. Uh, I want to say like two days, two and a half. Um, first day, got it, nothing. Um, and then the next day, I felt uh, body achy, but I'm not connecting the shot. Right, because, right. You know, I got the shot yesterday. Right. So, you know, you, I felt like all of a sudden it just felt like, man, my, you know, just, ugh, you know, yeah. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like I was cold, like I couldn't get mm-hmm. warm. So, mm-hmm. was, you know, and then my arm was really hurting. Mm-hmm. And, and it felt like, like the first time felt like I was recovering from a bruise. The second time it felt like I got punched in the arm and you were at the beginning stage of a, oh, and then okay. I went to sleep next day, everything was gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So you have very, very mild reaction yeah. to it. Yeah. 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 My friend uh, who had her shots, she, did you have the Pfizer or the Moderna? I had the Pfizer. Okay. Um, she had the Moderna and she, uh, first one, very similar arm was sore. Second one, she got the rash. And then she said for the whole weekend, she like chills, fever, body aches, diarrhea, vomiting, like everything, like COVID for a weekend, basically. Yeah. And, oh, and, and they said God. that they told, they told her that it depending on how you react, that's yeah. how COVID would have been for you. And she said, I don't think I would have survived it. Like, oh my God. because it was just two days Yeah, and it was, it was like two days of like everything, like COVID yeah. in a weekend. Yeah. And then she said by Monday, she was still a little tired and a little kind of brain foggy, but yeah. for the most part was, you know, oh, fine. God. And now she's fine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you know, and I'm like, um, I feel a lot more secure with it sure. because, you know, they tell us, I mean, but who knows how long, I mean, this is all going to be an experiment, right? right. We're still in the, I mean, they're collecting data. I mean, it's basically else. you're part of the clinical trial. Exactly. Like, so if I know. get sick with COVID, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to, yes, I did take the vaccine. Yep. I got blue, 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 and they're going to be collecting all this data. Yep. And I, yep. that's what we have to and, and then they'll be tweaking it and doing exactly. it. So yeah, so actually by July, I might have a better uh, vaccine. Exactly. <laughs> or, or better, they might be like, pump the brakes on that right. vaccine. <laughs> These people no. have developed cancer from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I miss the, I miss the, I miss the people aspect of pre-pandemic. Um. And just doing, you know, just doing stuff without, without reservation of like, is this, a, you know, a wise yeah. choice, you know, like right. over the weekend, we went out to a, a, a brewery up in Cascade Locks and yeah. we ate and we ate outside, you know, with outside yeah. seating. Um, what I also liked about, and I hope they keep some places are doing this, is you get to order at the table on your phone, like everything, <gasps> oh, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. 
pay. So when you're done, you're done. You don't have to wait around for the bill to come and wow. all that transaction stuff. Yeah. Like it, it was all on the phone. You just take a picture with the thing and then do, 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 and done. And Loved done. it because it was like convenient. Convenient. And it was quick. It was so efficient. Like there wasn't any of that, you know, where the this wait staff has to come. Are, you know, are you ready right. yet? Oh, are you ready yet? Yeah, no. Can I get you some beverages? Right. Yeah, no, it was food. like, boom. Um, wow. And it was nice to, to, to be able to sit with a couple people and have a meal. But yeah. at the same time, it's that with some trepidation, you know, right. like... Like you said, you, if know, I don't, you know, who right. in here has COVID? Right. Who, yeah. Did they clean this table or yeah. not? Did they did they wipe it down really fast, you know, because they want to, because, you know, I mean, people are trying to stay in business, like we said, like fucking sweet tomatoes was one of the first casualties. So I, I can see why, you know, if, if places have the opportunity to start having people again, it's like you want to turn those tables over because you need yeah. to, they need that money, you know, right. so. Right. I want to, I want to, um, without risk, sit down at the table and eat with people and, 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 and quite frankly, share food with people yeah. that I know, right? Like people yeah, in my yeah, circle, yeah. like, I don't mind For doing sure. that. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, pandemic anniversary, ladies and gentlemen, you have su- survived one year of a global pandemic. Right. And, you know, rest in peace, those 500,000. Yeah. Not. 500,000, half a million people and counting. Like that was half a million was last week. We reached that, that toll. Um, and, and a lot of it was due to people who didn't want to fucking take precautions, who refused to wear masks, who, you know, went and yeah, Yeah. went and just out doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads me to my first story. If we want to segue to some stories now. Let's go. Is it about Herman Cain? It is not about Herman Cain, but it's about Texas. Oh, let's go there. Let's go there. Speaking about their raw dog in life, Texas governor, this comes from Yahoo News, uh, Texas governor lifts all coronavirus restrictions on businesses rescind mask mandate. Wow. Good old Texas governor Greg Abbott announced Tuesday that he was lifting all coronavirus restrictions on businesses and rescinding his own statewide mask mandate, despite the fact that more than 8,000 new cases of COVID were reported in that state on Monday. Today, I'm issuing a new executive order that rescinds most of the earlier executive orders. Effective next Wednesday, all businesses of any type are allowed to open 100%. That includes any type of entity in Texas. Also, I'm ending statewide mask mandate. To date, the coronavirus has affected more than 2.66 million Texans and killed over 44,000 in the state. On Monday, Texas reported 8,130 new cases, according to figures compiled by the New York Times. The seven-day average of new cases stands at 7,693, up from the seven-day figure of 4,212 reported on February 20th. As of Monday, the seven-day average for deaths from COVID in Texas stood at 228, a higher level than the state than when the state man, mask mandate went into effect in July. Abbott took no questions from reporters on Tuesday regarding his decision to lift the pandemic restrictions. Other states have been easing some measures, such as pro- prohibition of indoor dining, but Texas's orders order goes the furthest. 
nationwide, um, the steep drop in the number of COVID-19 cases and deaths that followed the massive holiday surge appears to have slowed considerably. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, said on Monday that she was worried about the potential shift in trajectory of the pandemic. Our recent declines appear to be stalling, um, adding she was really worried about reports that more states are rolling back exact public health measures we have recommended to protect people from COVID-19. Although the U.S. has marked progress in vaccinating people in recent uh, weeks, President Biden warned last week of the danger of the nation get, letting its guard down. Now is not the time to relax. We must keep washing our hands, stay socially distanced, and for God's sakes, wear a mask, Biden said at a ceremony marking the administration of 50 million vaccine doses in the U.S. Oh my so God. Texas wants to secede and Texas wants to stop doing anything to slow the spread. You know, and here's the thing. They effed up on this electric, you know, because there's the uh, another article that came out on Texas. And this one is Texas power crisis deepens as more companies skip payments due to grid operator. So they, there's um, Texas energy companies failed to pay another 345 million for electricity and other services incurred during last month's cold snap. The state's deregulated electricity market was thrown into turmoil last month at 48%. I'm bringing this up because maybe this governor thinks, let's just get people back to work Let's get movie. Oh, that was definitely part of his, his press conference because I saw actual part of the press conference too. And that was part of his reasoning was that this will allow people to get back to work. Okay. And pay their $16,000 electricity right? bill. Right. Is that what you're really trying to get at? You're trying to get, get that money? Either that or because Texas is going to go down the tubes financially because of this crisis and yeah. because people aren't back working at full mm -hmm. capacity so he's just like we got to get things moving fast yeah. i don't care you know who lives or dies so follow the money right because yeah. Yeah. why would you do this why would you do you, if you cared about the most vulnerable why would you do that but it, clearly right. you don't care about the most vulnerable you care about the pocketbooks of the most privileged and why aren't you working really hard with the federal government to say look we are struggling as a state here right get us a you know give us a lot more vaccines yeah. so why aren't you working faster. to 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 make sure that the stimulus bill that biden's trying to get going is getting through because right. in that bill is part to the states to help for situations that like would be being able to cruise would have to vote for it right exactly. You know? exactly so he doesn't really care about the people of texas no you know he only cares and about so and also like, okay, so say it where, you know, you, okay, you want to do this because people need to get back to work. Okay, cool. Open that up, but keep the mask mandate. Say, yeah. we're going to open up, but it is absolutely 100% a law. You will wear a mask in every place you go. Right. We're going to allow right. people to open up. We're going to allow businesses to open up, but you will be wearing a mask every place you go because this is the risk we're taking and so we have to do whatever we can to to lower the risk of spread and we know masks work so you're going to get to go back to your restaurants you're going to go get back to your vacations you're going to be able to do all these things but you will wear a mask when you're doing all of that right like why not that why right. not that 
Well, I, I think because one, they're Trumpers who it's a hoax to begin right. with. Exactly. Don't, masks don't help. You know, they show Can't breathe. Right. So they never believed in masks to begin with. Right. And so if you keep the mask mandate, then that again, the base. Acknowledging the truth. They ha- exactly. Mm-hmm. And so they can't, you know, they can't help but continue this lie because they've already been on this path. The big um, lie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's again, the Republican Party is not about people. It's not mm-hmm. about people. They have moved from that. They have moved from, you know, less government interference. They've moved from fiscally responsible. They've moved from being a moral, you know, compass of any sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, they moved from all of that. And now they are all about corporations. Money, money, money. And that's it. <laughs> and power. That's yeah. it. That's money, all. money, 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 scary, money, money, which is yeah. extremely, extremely scary. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, 100%. Because, yeah, because I'm concerned when they talk about, you know, that idiot orange buffoon that at that CPAC that he got the most votes to be able, ah. the most percentage to be able to run again in 2024. Ugh. That's scary. Ugh. Like, that is scary. A, you know, then these, this is why we needed to impeach him. Right. Because of that. And we didn't right. do that. So now it, it clears a pathway. Right. And yeah. and if Mitch McConnell thought he had a supporter, you know, when Trump is out there, McConnell has more chins than brains. You know, I'm like, OK, you know, he has Mc- something on you. McConnell side. doesn't have a chin. That's his problem. That's the problem. Right. It's just one big. It's just a, a mouth all the way to the chest. Yeah. It's like no chin. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> It's all neck. It's like right. been flat, like, ugh. Yeah. Fucking McConnell. But, but, you know, they allowed this fool to run rampant, and this is, you know, this is the results of it, and it's scary. Like, yeah. it is scary exactly. to think that that fool would be nominated to run again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And that fucking golden statue. Uh, what is that about? What is that about? Um, yeah. And this is supposed to be a conservative Christian. How I about mean, Bibles? I don't know, but you probably know what the Bible says about that kind of thing. I don't, because that is not my book. It's in the Ten Commandments. So, no idols. It's no not idols. my book. So no. I'm not going to claim to know much about that book. So, but what my basic understanding is it's something that you're not supposed to do. Right. According to that book, I mean, again, I don't claim to have extensive knowledge, but that's one that um, is kind of out there that people know, like you don't really necessarily, yeah, so. Yeah, see, uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what this Republican Party is about other than, hey, and did you hear about the the stage set up? It was going to be one of my stories. Well, yeah. I Talk mean, about. do you want to do a story and then we'll come back, or do you want me to segue just into that? Because I okay. yeah, go ahead. Because we already kind of talked about the stage. So I was, I was uh, at first, I was like, what? Like, I mean, I caught myself like, come on, is there, you know, I was like, don't let's not become too annoyed, people. Like, right. let's, right, you know. But then I kept like seeing, and I'm like looking and looking. I'm like, holy shit, this was no accident. 
So if you have not heard, uh, the CPAC uh, main stage looks like a Nazi symbol and people aren't sure it's a coincidence. Uh, so the Republican Party um, is doing its best not to look fascist. Would, who would encourage its supporters to launch a violent coup to keep charismatic leader in place, but they overlooked a key detail that this year's CPAC, allegedly. Unfortunately for them, someone noticed the main stage looks extremely similar to the Nordic rune that was favored by the original Nazis in World War II. Um, other than being an uh, being upside down, yes, the stage looks, the stage does look as though the rune as it was adapted by the SS and meant to represent kinship, family, blood, and blood unity. One of the SS divisions that favored the rune was specifically responsible for maintaining the racial purity of the Nazi party. Is, is, this, is this stage resemblance of a Nazi symbol used to by the worst part of SS a coincidence? Probably, but people are having a hard time swallowing it after more than four years of similar coincidences and accidents, an actual GOP representative knowing and openly quoting Hitler. So, I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, that, that that's the gist of it. And coincidence, I don't think it's coincidence. I don't, I, I think I, I don't think it's coincidence. When you look at that CPAC, right, um, and, and who shows up there, and you know that this symbol being attributed to again this like purity and right? let's go with all the way back let's just go to january 6 the insurrection mm -hmm. how many people were there that were connected to white supremacy uh, a lot of them domestic terrorist groups mm -hmm. you know and their agendas with these domestic terrorist groups yep um it's not a coincidence. No, I mean, it's not a coincidence. We've been saying it's racist. They target people of color. They target minority groups. You know, this it's not coincidental. Yeah. It's somebody who said who knew now whether said, they got the approval and people knew what that symbol mm -hmm. was. That's right. on them. But it's but the, the same person thing. that designed it knew. Yes. But it's the same thing as Giuliani going to the Four Seasons, the you know, right? the landscaping, blues yeah. falling down his face. I mean, the, it's stupidity, yeah. uneducated people, and that's what you got working. And, and to me, it's 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 even more of like this, like hiding in plain sight, right? Yeah. Like yeah. because because even myself, as someone who's very very radical leftist i guess would be considered um i just like to call myself a radical liberal um even i found myself like how oh, but it really like like having that moment of like whoa let's not get conspiracy on these folks like right. you know but yeah. then the more i looked at it and the more i read i'm like no that's not an accident that's yeah. doing it so that the people that know what it means it's like the okay symbol being co-opted exactly. for the white power right that this that symbol until recently a lot of people didn't know right so it was yeah. that way of showing it right under in plain sight without being obvious so the people yeah. that know it that i'm sending you a message right right i, I flashed that symbol stand down exactly Exactly. So that's the, the symbolism to the white supremacist of like, see, you're part of us. Yeah. You're, 
you're who we want, right? We can't get up there and say, I support white supremacy, but we can certainly surround ourselves with symbols and people that do. And it's just a matter of time before they do come out and say, hey, yeah, we'll play. it's like, about white power and we're yeah. going to maintain our supremacy here. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just a matter of time. So how about that? Part. Who? Matt? I said, how about that? I said, oh. how about that? Uh, again, it's uh, scary times. Yeah. Scary times. I don't think that we need to think it's over because Biden is um, there. I think right. people were cheering, you know, and I mean politicians were cheering for um, the insurrection that took place. Um, I think that, uh, you know, people really don't care. Well, about, and there's people like that are like still holding Cruz. on. Like people yeah. are still holding on to these lies, yeah. including the Oregon Republican Party. Yeah. The Republican Party of Oregon is still holding on to the lies of it was a false flag. It was people inter impersonating Trump supporters. It was a yeah. person. Despite. When Despite. the FBI guy it, testified today, yeah. and he was appointed by Trump and said, there is no evidence to, to support that claim that they were undercover people. The people that were arrested are all have been attached to far right extremist groups. So yep. no, uh, zero, zero percent yeah. people there were zero. The Antifa or Black Lives Matter. Zero. People. It was all Trump supporters. Right. And, and many of whom were guy, connected to extremists. That was there. Remember, they showed mm -hmm. that one black yeah. steps. You got these Trump supporters saying, see, he was from uh, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I'm like, why would you point that one right? black guy out? And, and even the, the picture, the it looked like he just wandered in there like, yeah. Uh, how did well, I end up here? <laughs> I, I, you know, it's that song. One of these things is not like the other. And that's what they notice. One of these things is not like the other. Right. Which so one let's is point it? him out. Say, see, exactly. see, see. He's a Black Lives Matter dude. And you, uh, I'm like, holy moly. Come Look on at now. Candace Owens better be glad she wasn't there because they'd point her out in the Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's uh, true bananas. Yeah. All so, right, you got some stories. You got a story or two. I've done two now. Three. I, do have, three. I don't know um, how many I've done now. A what's update that we oh. had we had brought up uh Michael Fesser. He's the one where the West he was arrested, falsely arrested. Falsely. This, yes. Uh I believe last year. Falsely um, accused, falsely investigated. All because abuse of power to get yes. investigated. Cross yeah. agencies, cross counties. Yeah. Yeah. An indictment that we've still yet to hear about how that uh, arrest warrant came mm -hmm. about. Like, mm -hmm. how did that come about? Somebody had to have lied. Right. You know, somebody had to have lied. The DA could have been in it or could have accepted the lie. And yet here's, this is the what's update. Right. Oregon's, oh, this came out February 20. Oregon's U.S. attorney won't pursue criminal charges in Michael Fesser wrongful arrest case. 
the U.S. Department of Justice won't pursue criminal charges against Westland police or anyone else after investigating the 2017 wrongful arrest of Portland resident Michael Fesser. Oregon's U.S. Attorney uh, Billy J. Williams announced Friday. Williams said there was insufficient evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that officers willfully violated Fesser's right, okay. civil rights. I want to do a timeout there. Yeah. Your job is not to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. That job is the job of the court and a jury. Yeah. Your job as a as a is, is to provide is there a probable cause to indict? Yeah. Not to prove it. You don't you I mean, I know that DAs and attorneys always say like, oh, is this a provable case? You know, like should we go ahead? Oh, we're kind of on the fence whether we can win or lose. Uh, but at the end of the day, if there was enough probable cause there to do an indictment, you indict and you go or did they did they actually try the case? No. They just okay. they're not even gonna indict charges. It's so, okay. done. That that's I'm sorry, I got a fucking problem with that. Yeah. At minimum there was probable cause. Of course. Because the fact that you got the fishing buddy dude talking about, right. hey, I think this dude is committing a crime mm -hmm. and you set up a sting mm -hmm. in somebody else's county mm -hmm. because your fishing buddy is saying, hey, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And then when there's no evidence, you yeah. make stuff up. I mean, right? yeah. what evidence did you even have to go to the county or to the Multnomah County district exactly. to say, hey, we got a theft case here? Exactly. Yes. Somebody lied somewhere. Yes. So for them to say they're we're not we're not charging you because there's not enough no, beyond a reasonable doubt. That there's no that's not your decision. Violated. I'm like again. Somebody but that's not lied. their decision. That's no. a jury's decision to that's say correct. yeah we believe that they willfully violated. Now right. take it to the jury and the jury says no we can't we don't see it then 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 you acquit. Right. Uh, well, and perhaps maybe they just didn't want to do that to take it to the jury because perhaps they might not acquit. Well, there you go. You know, there you go. Because my thing, I, I consistently say somebody had to have talked to the DA. Mm -hmm. Somebody had to. There has to be a paper trail. Yep. And it's so and so told me, so and so told me. Well, mm -hmm. who was so and so? I mean, you got to go backwards, like on that telephone game. Yeah. Who told you? Oh, officer so and so. Officer so-and-so, who told you? It leads back to somebody. Right. Because how does Multnomah County indict without any kind of police report of an investigation that this, these things were happening? Right. Or, or you like have, you said, I a mean, phone I, call I, like, hey, we got this case over here. and Give me the know, police we, report. Let me yeah. look through it. I'm going right. to review it. Exactly. I see where I can do it. Yeah. And then you, yeah. you, know, you, get, you take it to the grand jury. Exactly. And say, yeah, go ahead. Boom, you got yes. pending, you yeah, know, pending charges. Yeah, that's some bullshit, man. That so man I, deserves I kinda, justice. Yeah. So it says the FBI and federal prosecutors found they couldn't couldn't prove officers acted with specific intent to violate laws. What? Um, you know, what? I, I don't understand. We have civil <sighs> right? We have civil, we have constitutional rights. How can you not prove that his rights were violated when he is falsely arrested based right. on 
bogus. Exactly. Exactly. Somebody willfully said, here's some evidence that was not there. Right. Somebody willfully charged it, not unless they were, and I can see this happening, everybody trying to cover their own asses now, right? Right. They're just like, I thought I could, based off this information, I thought I could make a case. And that's exactly what we're asking the U.S. attorney to say, why don't you see if you can make a case out of this? Right. You know, and if they come back with, I don't think so, then how come that DA didn't say, I don't think we got a case here. There ain't nothing here. Somebody used their influence to get that arrest Exactly. Exactly. Right. Somebody used influence. Exactly. And somebody knew that it was not okay. Mm-hmm. So the yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. You see what we're saying? That's why we talk about there is no justice here. Right, yeah. No justice. And so meanwhile, that- the, those people involved, all of the players involved, no consequence, no repercussions, retired, full PERS benefits, Ability to go and join a reserve force for some extra money on the side because a lot of retired police officers end up doing that. They go in and, and work reserves in another agency or go take a job in a completely different agency because they've retired from like the sheriff. And now I'm going to go over here and work with this like little podunk police department, you know. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I think what ended up happening was um, so remember it said. Uh, the chief, he resigned, Chief Terry Timus, you know, did a favor for, see, and this is the part. But he kept, kept, keeps all his. Did a favor for a friend. Mm -hmm. See, and that's where I'm saying, how can you not prove intent? It was a favor. You Right there, right there. That that is abuse of power and abuse of your position, that you do a favor for a friend to to initiate all of that. Right. And you'd know the law. Yeah. You should you mm-hmm. should know the law. It is your job That's to what know you the say law. to that friend. You know what? I'll do what I can, but we got to follow suit here. We got to we got to follow the procedure. Let's let's get you down to the station and file a report. Like, let's do this on the up and up cuz I'm not fixing to lose my career for a favor. Yeah. Yeah. And then it said uh because the investigation quote unquote raised issues concerning the broader policies and practices of the Westland Police Department, the U.S. Attorney's Office has offered to connect West Lynn and its police to federal technical technical assistance. Yeah, like more training? Yeah, and here's the thing is like, you can train all you want. When you put a badge on, uh, that doesn't mean I get to decide what I want to do. Like, if I want to implement the training or not, right. if I want to implement the law or not. Right. You you giving people the option like you can't. Fall you can back put a on, badge on a white supremacist, and they're still a white supremacist. Right. And then you can't fall back on. Well, he wasn't trained correctly. Right. Exactly. Yes, he was trained correctly. He knew he better. Just, I guarantee they all knew better than, oh, this, yeah. than this. Of course. And now they're sitting now, back laughing those, and just chuckling about how they got away with it. And I could see like maybe those um, police officers that, you know, were brought in on the call to say, hey, we were stopping right. somebody. They right. could potentially have been like, hey, I didn't know this was right. with a story. But those investigators, the ones that were investigating, mm-hmm. you knew the deal. You the knew. Westland police, you knew the deal. Mm-hmm. You knew the deal. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, yet it's nowhere around, 
who was the one that went to the district attorney's office. Yep, exactly. When was that decision made? That, um, I don't know, was it, was it, uh, was that article, where was the article from that you, that you're, um, that I'm quoting from, um, Oregonian. Was it, so, was it, uh, Bernstein that did uh, the article? Because she needs to do an article. She needs to do it because she, she was the one that yeah, did the magazine. original one that we, we talked about. Right. So she's really good at like getting in there. She's like, she needs to do, she needs to do some follow-up and oh, she yeah. needs to do some exposing right. and say, here are the players. Here's the da 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep. I we mean, we need, we thing. need her. They engaged in illegal recording. Is that not That's a violation something. of Yeah. That right there. Yeah. Of his constitutional rights? Yeah. Can you tell me that that was a technicality, a technical issue, a policy issue? Since when is it that you can just go ahead and just divert the law because your right? policy says and you it, can go ahead and And how it. can you say that, oh, we, we can't prove that it was willfully? Right. They willfully recorded it. They did. They knew they were recording it. Right. Right. And here you go. Remember those text messages. The text messages between the boss yes. and uh, the investigator, you yes. know, about, yes. you know, the cell phone and what was going on and, yep. you know, all of that kind of stuff. So yep. Westland targeted Feaser using inappropriate and offens offensive investigative tactics and lack transparency, honesty, and any sense of fair play. Honesty, mm. isn't that the core of intent when you lie? You are intent, I mean, it is your intent to mislead to right. lie. It's yeah. not like, hey, I had some information that I thought was facts. Right. To be not honest means you're lying. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, that's what I'm saying is it's healthy that local police had to undergo the scrutiny of the process from the federal government. I understand that. Unfortunately, under current law, Proving a federal criminal civil rights violation by the police is extraordinarily challenging. Why? Why is it extraordinarily challenging when we give these people, and what is that? What's the term? We give them un... Im Im immunity. Yes. Yeah. Qualified immunity. Yes. Yeah. We give them that qualified yeah. immunity. Yeah. That yeah, we should. That's the piece that I'm like, that is not a and, commit whatever crime you want just because you're wearing a badge. And it's also hard and difficult be, you, because you're basically saying that, that the system is so entrenched in white supremacy and privilege that, yeah, of course, it's hard, but it doesn't mean you don't try. Right. right. It doesn't mean because every time you bring cases for, further and further and further, it starts changing right the culture of it and it starts right. changing and the it way gets doing officers things. to stop right. pause and think yeah it get, yes it gets that 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 point of like oh yeah this guy went down for it right mm -hmm. so now instead it's like well, ain't shit happen to them we could do well, it and, and here's the thing we is, could make it happen the, the african um officer that uh killed the lady he got convicted <laughs> right with no, yeah. you know, was it too no difficult to, to find him guilty? Was it? Nope, was yeah. not. You know, and uh, the police union wasn't there supporting him. What, and I know? feel like his his situation totally could be uh, uh, like you don't know somebody comes running up to your window and banging really quick, and you don't like you don't know what's going you on. Know? 
you know, know, it's not like, you know, you, you know, you came up upon a scene and, you know, you see somebody just talking on the phone and then you shoot them because you're like, oh, I was fearing for my life. Right. No, he. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I just can't. It's just it. You know, it's shit like this that is. It that's the the demeaning energy of the 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 fight like it's just like can we just fucking catch a break like right Right. you know um it's the emotional toil um of of what it's like to live in the world not white right right? like knowing that you know it's the whole thing like do, do i say something because look at this like here the hot the 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 the, the most obvious things, right? That you're just like, of course, of course, they're going to indict, of course, right? And then it doesn't happen. And so then, you know, you're in your workplace, say, and shit's going down or whatever, right? And you think, well, should I even bother saying anything, right? Because right. it, because it just, it just incessantly breeds this like lack of accountability. Right. Exactly. And, of- and then we have the uh, Mike Stradley, right? He was the officer that was investigating so stradley had contacted the portland police gang enforcement officer that month after the grand jury indicted feaser on first degree theft charges now see this is what i'm trying to say who provided that police report with that evidence to the da right if it was if it was false who provided that so it says Stadley told the gang enforcement officer that there was a warrant for Feaser's arrest and to be on alert because Feaser had made threats to assault his former boss, Benson at A and B Towing, as well as Benson's employees and made threats to damage his business, according to the police report. That was a that was blatantly false, Buchanan has argued, directly contradictory in sworn statements. That in itself, when you lie on a police report. I believe that's called false information to police officer. I believe that is a crime against that. But if you're writing it down, if you're the officer and you're writing it down in a police report. Well, I mean, the person reporting it is guilty of the false report. I think that the taking of the information, then you have to do your due diligence to to investigate and see if these things were in fact true. And they didn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. They just took the guy on his face value because he's fishing buddies with the chief. Right. Like, you know, when really it's like, had they taken even just a, a, a tiny bit of time to really like dig in deep and be like, okay, all right, chief, let's. Let's go ahead and go and check and make sure and do some fact checking here. Right. They would have circled back and, and found out none of this was true and been like, sorry, Trace, none of this yeah. is true. And do you really want to put the, like, do you want to put our police force at jeopardy for your fucking fishing buddy? Right. You know, and, and the power, right? right? The power of the chief, everyone below him and that sense of like, and at the deposition, this is, you know, according to uh, the article at the deposition, this is where Stradley and the other dude were like, no, we didn't have any information. We did. We had no information. So they were telling the truth under oath. Mm-hmm. But here they're telling a lie. So they knew they told a lie, but they had to tell the truth under oath. So <sighs> what does that say? Like you were falsifying <sighs> stuff. You were t- giving false information. How is that not... Uh, 
Yeah, like it's like intentional. Something. Like you intent intentionally said these things when you did not know that they were facts. Yeah. Ugh. And yet we can't prove intent. How the fuck? I'm sorry. How do you prove intent then? You yeah. have to examine the brain and go in there. You the didn't want to prove intent because again, let's let's draw the dots. And I think your Maxine Bernstein from the Oregonian needs yeah. to do another fucking report and just draw all the dots to who's connected to the chief, who's connected to Multnomah County, who's connected to the Oregon attorney. Yeah. Like let's let's just play that game of who's connected to who and who knows yep. who and who basically says to the Oregon attor attorney general, like, yeah, you got to make this case die. Oh yeah, for sure. This ain't so, going to court. Yeah. So this dude, the Stradley dude is no longer working, but I don't know what that means as far as like, is he, was he let go? Is he, uh, so unless he lost his DPST number, he's still got, he can still be a police officer somewhere. And Maybe he's not working right you, now. Dude, but. I mean, isn't there some kind of, um, you know, something as far as like an oath, if you have a DPSST, like that, you can't be just willy nilly lying. I mean, well, you would think what you, you would think that, um, yeah, is there any ethics like, other There's organizations some sort of thing that says that you have to behave in an ethical manner. Um, I mean, I would, and you would think that the board would, you know, want to review his license to practice law or not practice law, but to be a, a, a uh, card carrying security yeah. something where you yeah, have right, to, you have to be telling the truth on your reports. Yeah, because so, you become a liability now. <sighs> yeah. You know, uh, and we're coming up on uh, George Floyd's trial in six days. Yeah. Oof. You know, and this Oof. is going to be another little heated thing. Thank God that Michael uh, survived, you know, his interaction with the police. Because when you start telling other officers, hey, this dude's making threats to bosses and blue, blue, blue. How do you think they're going to approach in the right. arrest? Yeah. You know, uh, they're uh. approaching aggressive. Yeah. So thank God he survived that. Right. That arrest. And I mean, also like because he settled his civil suit too, right? Yes. So I mean, you know, that doesn't mean justice, but at least there's some, you know, Honestly. attempt to make him whole in some in some parts. And right. so, but the trauma well, we of it, hold, right? The trauma right. of we have to hold how easily. How yeah. easily, and it reminds me of every, you know, every one of those documentary shows I've watched of uh, wrongly accused and convicted but innocent, and how, how, you know, it's like a dog with a bone. If, yeah. if once the agency decides this is the train that we want to go down, nothing else diverts them from it. Let alone a case like this where it literally was all fucking was no lies place. and bullshit, and they still went with it. Like to me, like how does that not equate some sort of wrongdoing in the eyes of the law right. as a Where, law enforcement officer right where is the stopgap? yeah like, where is the um you know the person that says we ain't got nothing here dude right exactly. or give me your evidence what you have other yeah. than just your little report i mean right. that to me is we put a lot of weight on police reports and on police officers and without this accountability I, I, you know, anybody yeah. at this point 
can be arrested, charged, and there is no there is no accountability for their lying and for their wrongdoing. Yeah. And yeah. they they are changing people's lives radically. Yeah. Traumatizing people. Yeah. Traumatizing. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, that's disappointing. So that's yes. Disappointing. So we can't people, we can't we can't stop. I mean, we have to continue to bring these things up. We have to character matters. We have to vote people in that demonstrate character, good character, honest character. What's that? What's the AG of Oregon's name? Bill was Billy, Bill? Billy D or something like that. <laughs> Billy D. <laughs> Billy um, J. I think it was Billy. Uh, let me look through my little article here. Now I won't find it. Um, da, 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 um, where is it? I know it was William something because it was William something because it made me think of Billy D. Billy D. Williams or something like that. Um, um yeah, Williams. Uh, Billy Williams, maybe. Billy J. Williams. Yeah. Billy J. Williams. Let's see you. Billy Jay. I was just trying to see what he looked like. Oh. Um, is it Billy? You know, again. Yeah, it's Billy Jay. It's Billy okay. Jay. Yeah. Okay. And oh, you oh wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, is he another uh President Trump name? nominates Billy J. Williams to remain Oregon's US attorney? Oh jeez. Now that explains why he wow. didn't do anything. Wow. He's one of those four of those federal prosecutors that was appointed by the Trump's administ- Trump administration. Wow. Appointed? Can they uh, unappoint him? Uh, I think, uh, I don't know, because it's lifetime appointment, I believe, isn't it? As a it's- AG? No, maybe that's judges. That's a good question. I don't know if uh, I don't I, I, I don't know if uh, Biden can fire um, AG? these folks. Federal yeah. AGs. Yeah. Oh, and oh, Mr. Williams is a former Multnomah County senior deputy. Huh. So remember how I was saying? Let's see. Yeah. Let's let's let's, let's uh, see who else is involved. Yeah. yeah. Although yeah. it's kind of sad because both Merkley and Wyden, who are Democrats. Um, noting note his integrity as a prosecutor and bipartisan support. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I, I think he's suspect. Any anytime it's someone like, no, they, yeah. in my my opinion, suspect, suspect. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, do you have another story? Uh, I do, and this one, um, yeah. So, came comes from Fox News, uh, local affiliate, Fox 12, um, not the evil Fox News. Uh, 13 killed when a semi-truck hits SUV carrying 25 people. What? In California near the U.S.-Mexico border. So he was a coyote? I don't know. So SUV packed with people and a semi-truck hauling trailers of gravel slammed into each other in a rural California county near the Mexican border early Tuesday morning, leaving at least a dozen dead and others hospitalized. 
overhead video of the in, in Imperial County shows the brutal aftermath of the crash with a jackknife semi truck smashed into the left side of a Ford Expedition. Oh, and it's bad. It's oh. yeah. It's it's like the front of the um fucking semi truck and then like this is the um SUV but it uh -huh. looks like this so it's like oh like t-boned them like, t-boned but then it like made a v like out of the v oh my yeah uh, um so both vehicles came to rest on the side of the road about 10 miles north of the u.s mexico border hospital and police officials gave slightly different tallies of the injured and dead into the incident california highway patrol said there were 25 occupants in the expedition during the crash and 13 died, including the driver. 25 um, occupants 25 in the SUV. SUV. Yes, you heard me correct. 25. Because when I heard it earlier today, I was like, how is what that even they, possible? Like, stacked up on so each other? A Ford expedition can safely seat eight people. Watson described the gruesome scene in which some occupants were ejected from the vehicle and died while others were found dead within within the SUV. Obviously, the vehicle is not meant for that many people. It's unfortunate the number of people were put into the vehicle because that's not enough safety restraints to safely keep these people within the vehicle. Um, they received the call about 6.15 a.m. at the time of the crash. Semi-truck was traveling north and the expedition was traveling west. Um, it was said it was unknown whether if the expedition stopped at the stop sign, the SUV entered the intersection in front of the semi truck leading to the collision. Those injured ranged from age 16 to 55, oh while those dead ranged God. between 20 and 55. The driver oh. of the semi truck had moderate injuries. Authorities oh. are working with the Mexican consulate to determine who was in the vehicle and notify next of kin. I'm sure it was a coyote situation. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, crew said four patients were flown to the Desert Regional Medical Center in Palm Springs. Six were treated at El Centro Medical Center, and three were taken to Pioneer Memorial Hospital in nearby Brawley. Patients are going through a difficult time, as you can imagine. This was a major accident, and we are taking care of them in the emergency department. Ugh. Edward advised not to refer to those injured as undocumented and noted that the member of the Mexican consulate was present at the press conference alongside hospital officials. Yeah. Especially if we don't know. Like, yeah, we don't know. But I yeah. mean, uh, you know, the it, signs it, are it, there. It's either that kind of situation or because this is in a rural area and the picture I can see uh, uh, part of the, it, it appears to be an agricultural area. So are these workers that were like, you know, moving from one and, farm yeah. to another, you know, yeah. kind of situation where like, oh, you need, up, to, get, get, you need to get down to that farm because we're doing the picking down there tomorrow or whatever, yeah. you know, 615 in the morning traveling to work. Um, but 25 people, and I, when I heard it, they originally reported it as 27, um, but what, two different, whatever. Um, I like in my head, visually, I was like, okay, so if you had four in the back seat, and there's usually like that third row seat because it's expedition, so that's yeah. four there. So then if you had four people sitting on their laps, that's eight, 16. You still have two, you know, maybe two people in the front seat. So you're at 16, 17, 18, 19 plus the driver. You're still like 
you still had six people. Are those all crammed into that the back cargo area? Like, how do you get twenty five people into? I mean, clearly they did it, but right. So yeah. maybe four in the front, four, five, six in the second seating. So how many is that? If you had four in the front, that's, and that's, you know, somebody sitting in the middle, somebody sitting on the left. Right. Right. So, yeah. It would be because the seats aren't, it's not a bench seat in the front. So you would right. have one person sitting in the seat, on the one console. person on top of them, maybe somebody on the console. Um, and then, you know, then you got the two seats and then and you then still say, got the cargo area. You know, maybe they said, Hey, the skinny ones, you know, take up. So maybe down on the floor for, sitting another four on top so that's eight so uh 12 and then maybe stacked up you know yeah. stacked up in the back oh i mean that's just oh. you know that speaks of one if it is moving people from a job site to a job site that speaks of the inhumanity right of whoever right. they were working for. Right. And if it was undocumented folks, that speaks to the desperation right. of people to get into a vehicle squashed like yeah, that. Exactly. Um, in exactly. order to uh you know have a dream, yeah. you know, of being yeah. there. Yeah. Oh wow. those poor uh, people. Oh. Wow. Oh all right, you got something else to finish us up? Uh, yes. Um, okay. And this is a good one. Okay, uh, good. End on a, end on a positive end note. End it on a positive. I like it. New York City Bar Association joins push to have Giuliani investigated to be disbarred. Yes. Tuesday, March 2nd, the New York City Bar Association added its name to the list of groups urging the state court committee that recommends whether to disbar attorneys to investigate complaints against Rudy Giuliani. In a letter obtained by CNN, the New York City Bar Association said allegations call for a serious investigation into Giuliani's actions, saying he used his position as an attorney who served in senior government positions, including Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office and Associate Attorney General of the United States to lend credence to former President Donald Trump's baseless assertions that the 2020 presidential election results were the product of widespread election fraud. Giuliani is not a member of the New York City Bar Association, which I didn't know, hmm. which is a voluntary organization. The complaints against Mr. Giuliani alleges serious misconduct. They do so in great detail and appear to be substantiated by extensive evidence consisting in large part of Mr. Giuliani's own statements. You know, oh. how did he make it as an attorney this far, right? Yeah. Um, they describe a pattern of misconduct that Mr. Giuliani engaged in, in both sides, in both inside and outside the courtroom with the purpose of subverting a presidential election, culminating in his speech on a podium at the eclipse in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. 
when he urged the crowd of angry Trump supporters to engage in trial by combat. In New York, attorney discipline is handled by the court system, and any investigation of Giuliani would be handled by the attorney grievance committee for the first department in New or for the first department in New York, said attorney uh, Ronald Minkoff, who represents attorneys with cases before grievance committees in New York. It can take years. Oh, fudge. Oh, for God. Complaints against attorneys to be oh, investigated God. and lead to actions, including be- being disbarred. Years? We all got years. years. I'm you like, can be dead that. in the meantime, you can have this fool continuing to practice law until right. his case comes up. Right. Basically, that's what I'm that's what I'm hearing from that. Yeah. He says it's a very slow process and it's very secretive. Oh, bar wants God. it. The bar wants it that way, not just the court system, but the bar because they're very nervous about complaints getting out and damaging somebody. They're in. We all know this is not a a dude that nobody, you know, somebody files a complaint and you know nobody knows anything about. We all know what is going on here. Multiple but quite complaints. frankly, I would want to know if there were any complaints filed against the attorney I was about to retain for services, right? right. Like I would right. want to know that. I would just like a doctor. I want to go. I want to be able to go to the medical board and see if there's any. Were there any complaints against my doctor? Yeah, yeah. Why so, should it be public? Uh, well, I, you know, and I kind of on, I kind of get it in that. You know, because somebody can make an allegation or complaint, right? Hey, he diddled my, you know, balls and it was never founded, right? But then there's that complaint. And you know how people are. They'll go out there and say, hey, he diddled somebody's balls and then that's it. And, and then right. it becomes gospel, like what they do, what Giuliani and Trump do. Right, you right. Know? Um, so it says Giuliani is not currently representing Trump in any legal matters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because Trump refused to pay him. Right. Uh, and then he says, adding later in a tweet that Giuliani remains an ally and a friend. Isn't that wink, wink, Giuliani? Don't yeah. get mad at me because right. you got info because Giuliani did come out. Right. I got, you know, Trump better be careful. Right. But I think what's happened here is Giuliani's getting screwed. You know, he didn't realize it. He was the bottom. You know, he was Giuliani needs to fucking just spill the beans. Uh, that he needs to same like, with Lady Graham. Lady like, Graham like, needs to spill the beans. Giuliani too. needs to do a fucking uh Cohen, Michael Cohen, and just turn it all and just go on the road tour, go right. on the book tour, make some money off that fool, and just let it all hang and, out, Giuliani. You got nothing time. to lose. Well, they might go in and make a deal. Get your ass in there. You know, get your ass in there. Go make yourself an immunity deal and be like, here you go. Right. And maybe that's what here it is. That's what people are going to be doing is immunity deals. Oh, yeah. Who knows? I hope so. I I hope hope so. so, Because I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this fool. He's everywhere. And I'm tired. Yeah. I'm like, we we as a country cannot continue to sustain this level of misinformation and these idiots like, uh, right. you know, dumb crews, you know, ugh. Ugh, I can't even. Who did, by the way, 
Did you? We didn't even mention what he did at the CPAC conference, making fun of the whole going to Cancun and the weather yeah. was great. Yeah. After yeah. you know, and that's what I'm saying. After he went out, I just want to be a good dad. Uh, just, you know, you, like fuck right. you. You knew exactly what you were you doing. You knew what you were you doing. Knew. You and your creepy wife. You know. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, I don't care. Just like Melania. You know, yep. I don't care what happens. Which, by the way, what's going on with with your girl Melania? Why? What's going on? I don't know. We have. I mean, how come we haven't heard anything? She ain't got nowhere to go. Where's she gonna go? Who's I mean, I what is the divorce? What's the divorce happening? Uh, where, how long do you think she'll hang go? on? How long do you think she'll hang on? You know, you know, there was a prenup that set her up that if she were to leave, she was he not going to have got to. nothing. That's the problem. He ain't got no money. You think she's she staying in it, it until and, and to see if he can continue to fleece his supporters? Uh, I think at this point, it's like, uh, where else is she going to go? What can she do? You know, this is she's it. She's going to find herself a, a, another millionaire somewhere. I she's, think still, she's still not, I mean, she's not totally haggard, looks-wise. Like, she's still got, she's still got no, a little bit to work with. People are going to be very leery because, you you know, gold digger. I'm well, sorry. but you go find a, you go find an old conservative, rich dude, racist dude, you know. Again, people will be concerned with her gold digging. I would be. You know what? I'd, I'd be like, I'll just have you for the sex part. I don't need to hook up with you, marry you, you know? And then again, everything that Trump touches just burns. Is It becomes toxic. Yeah. She's a liability to anybody. Uh, you know, that's just the way that it is. Yeah. So, well, yeah, anyway, that's yeah, good. hopefully we'll hear three years from now, we'll hear as a what's update that he was disbarred. Right. <laughs> hopefully sooner than that, we'll hear how he I, uh, cooperated with the U.S. attorney of the Southern District of New York in a case against uh, Donald J. Trump. But, yeah, I would like that. I, I would for that. sure. Yeah. I would for sure. I'll give I'll give Rudy a pass if you fucking if he goes in there and's like, yep, I'll tell you everything. Here's all the evidence. Here's like, yep. I'll, I'll give it. you a pass, Rudy. Like, yeah. Well, do, do the right thing, know. Rudy. Do you know the right all the farting stuff. He, he's just gross. He's just a gross <laughs> old geezerd that I'm like. Hey. Sometimes you know, people what? can't control their bodily functions. Okay, but you can control the ooze gonna, coming down your face. You think it's you not going to come out. And hire competent people to you make think sure it's a silent but deadly. And then next thing you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, I was, uh, I was talking to Andy the other day and I said, you know what? I mean, think about like all the farting and stuff that goes on now during Zoom meetings that people are going to have to control that stuff. Once oh, people- yeah. Cause you, you put yourself on mute. I mean, I'm over here burping and doing shit that I wouldn't do normally in a meeting. Yeah. Mute. So. Well, now you now now you got to be careful. Make room for bodily functions in 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 person meetings after. Yeah. This. Oh, yeah. No. 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 I like I like the secrecy of it. You know, I like the secrecy. I think how free people's bowels will be. They won't be constricted and tight, and you know, it's oh. the truth. Uh, yeah no put a pause on that one for right now that's not something you want from the pandemic we're moving yeah we're moving too quickly now (laughs) you don't want to bring that from the pandemic all right i get it 
Not at all. I think I think. Oh shit! All right. Well, y'all, thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for coming to the table. Hope you got your fill. Hope you got full. Um, You know, and it was satisfying and delicious. Yes. And uh, you know, until next week. Until next week, you can you can you can uh, go on a fast until next week, and um, you can binge again. Uh, same time, same place next week. Yeah. Um, all right, y'all. Until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?